welcome to another episode of The Good Night Show. It is 12 a.m. Rochelle Standard Time, Friday morning, and I am glad that you are here. Let's welcome to the show producer Noah. Noah, how are you? Welcome. I'm doing great, Dan. I, uh, I, I shaved for the first time in quite a while. You did? Um, I, yeah, I so. have as well. Um, it, uh, I, I mean, you already knew. It's been a whole week, so you know this. And, but maybe somebody skipped around. They have it. I've gone to a mustache. and uh, It's a good look for you. Thanks. I, it, sometimes it feels good. Other times it, it doesn't feel right at all. So you almost have like a half zappa if you brought down the sides a little bit because you got the kind of soul patch going i do on, i do have you a could little bit you of could patch. you could go full zappa if you wanted to <laughs> i don't think i could handle full zappa that's, <laughs> that's like crossing the streams egon if you can't handle me at my zappa you don't deserve me at my i, I don't know where that's I going don't i was down for it who cares it was a yeah. good it was it was the it's about the journey it's not the destination mm-hmm. the journey was good Hey, everybody. Uh, I've been telling you about this this week. You can send me a little ad for your own business or your art, whatever you sell, and you're trying to make money during these trying times or, you know what, any time. Just do a little uh, write-up. Make it about 30 seconds. That's when you read it. It should take about 30 seconds to read, maybe like a half page-ish. And then you can email it to us, thegoodnightpod at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to send in your positive stories, sex and relationship advice questions, or your recommendations of things to read and watch that you are currently enjoying. And like I said, you can email us all of that stuff at thegoodnightpod at gmail.com or call us. Why not make it a little bit more personal at 609-NIGHT-55. That's 609-644-4855 or make it even less personal and just shoot us a text to that number. Now, it is the second Friday of the month. And what that means, we rotate Fridays for what we talk about. The second Friday of the month is the back page edition of The Goodnight Show. We get sex and relationship advice questions sent in to us. These questions were sent in before everything went on lockdown. So if somebody's talking about hanging out with somebody or just getting together or going to a party, be nice. That is from back in the good old days when we could do those things. But now we can still communicate and we can still interact with each other. This show is a way that we do it. And this type of show, the Backpage Edition, is another way. So let's get right into it. Hi, I'm a Latina woman, and I have noticed a trend that has happened every time I hook up with a white guy. If I hook up with the same white guy more than once, at some point during one of our quote-unquote dates, right in the middle of sex, the guy will lean in close to my ear and say something along the lines of, talk to me in Spanish. Nothing could get my pussy drier than this. Don't get me wrong. I am very open sexually and down for almost anything, but I find this request off-putting because I feel like I am being fetishized. My question for you is, have you made this mistake? From a white male perspective, am I overreacting or does my annoyance at this request sound valid? Thanks so much for taking the time to read this. Frustrated Latina and then a little heart emoticon. Okay. Uh... Have I made this mistake? Well, first of all, I can't all, say I've can't say I've done this. First of all, it would only be a mistake if the person didn't like it. That's when it's a mistake. Mm-hmm. So, or wasn't into it, or hadn't given consent for you to do it. Whatever, whatever qualifier you need. Let's assume that that happened. So, have I ever made a mistake? No, I have not. I have never had sex with someone and asked them to speak to me in their native tongue or another language. Um, so I, I don't know what that's about because here's the thing. She's saying it happens enough that it 
is a thing that it always happens. I've I never wonder even, if it's something that people see in movies or something, and then it gets stuck in their well, brain. Well, like they, they watch Desperado, and they're like, I want to yeah. have sex with somebody like Salma Hayek. And, yeah. But usually, I mean, in movies, some it'll be like, speak French to me, or speak you, whatever language it is, you know. Uh, it must yeah. be a fetish, right? Because if, well, if you're doing anything in sex to turn you on, you that's a fetish. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can call it a kink. You can call it an interest. You can say it's what you're into, but I'm sure it still falls under the brother because you you are fetishize, fetishizing that thing that isn't part of any direct sexual stimulation. It's coming from a mental place more than a physical place. Although mm-hmm. I'm sure fetish things can also. I'm not going to wade into this territory because I'm going to get yelled at. But my point is, is that there's something to that if you want that to happen. The other thing this kind of brings up another topic for me is uh like people who like guys that want to be called daddy i've never understood (laughs) that as well like i thought she was gonna say like like uh like if a guy wanted her to call him like poppy or something like that uh now the other question she has is am i overreacting or does my annoyance at this request sound valid you are not overreacting. If there's anything sexual that makes you feel uncomfortable or as you put it, makes your pussy, nothing makes your pussy drier than this, uh, then you're not overreacting. That is a, that is a negative thing for you. If anyone incorporates something into your intimacy or your, 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 here, I'll say it the gross ways, grossest way possible, your lovemaking. Um, and you don't, you're not cool with it. It's not an overreaction to say, yeah, I don't like that. I'd be interested to hear from her. Has she had conversations with people? Because I assume she, based off this, what she wrote, I assume that she doesn't uh, do it. That she says, like, no thanks, which I hope she says in Spanish. Um, Yeah, I don't think anything would be like an overreaction to reach out to somebody and say, I didn't, I don't like that. I'm not into it. The other part of it is, you know, and she doesn't, she hasn't mentioned in the letter whether she actually does speak Spanish, but you shouldn't necessarily (laughs) assume someone does speak Spanish if they are. That's crazy. What if there's guys out there to every woman being like, speak Spanish? She's like, I don't know Spanish. (laughs) Yeah, look what you're talking about. Uh, Yeah, she didn't mention whether whether she does or not. I assume Um, she does, and they must know that she does. And so then they ask her to do that. You know what it makes it? It feels like, is this what this is building for? Is this what we got into bed for? Because part of your allure and attraction to me is that like, oh, I can have sex with this girl and she'll speak to me in Spanish. And has that superseded maybe other things that you should have valued in me, but you didn't care about because you just wanted to get to this point in the sex? See, those are assumptions you make. And I'm not saying wrongly. Those are insecurities and things that you can feel when when that happens. So for me... I guess if somebody was asking for that, if you offhanded, just straight out, don't like it, and it makes you uncomfortable, don't do it. Now, ask that. I would be curious, because this is just the type of person I am, I would be curious as to where is that coming from? Is that a thing that you're into? And then as we touched on last week, people can go back and listen if they want. You have to ask yourself, do I want to give this person what they're into? Um I have a lot more leniency towards doing those type of things because, you know, they're not asking to do something to you that you don't like, but they're asking you to do something for or to them that they like. 
but it still has to make you comfortable. That doesn't mean you have to go along with it. So you're not overreacting, in my opinion. You are in the right to say, no, thank you. This isn't for me. I don't know anyone who does that, but now I'm going to be very curious and I will ask the guys I know in my life if that's something they've ever done. And maybe I'll do a follow-up if you can remind me, Noah, uh, for next week. It'll be on the Patreon, so if you're a member, you'll get to hear that. And I'll I'll say that my little uh, very amateur poll of are dudes out there asking Spanish women to speak to them in Spanish during sex? You should find out if somebody likes something before you do it. This is what they always say, you know, like don't don't work out your relationship in the middle of a fight. Like don't if you're fighting sure. about something, have that fight about that and then right. start the fight about whatever that fight was actually about or or you know, some that does mean sometime you're going to have to ruin a normal nice Tuesday dinner by saying here's some things that are on my mind, but mm-hmm. don't wait for the fight to do it. Don't wait for the sex to tell someone what you're into. And if you you know, just be ready for no and pivot mm-hmm. in a positive way. Check on that consent. Make sure it's enthusiastic. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll do one more question. Peerview Suites is a beachside boutique hotel on the Central Coast in Cayucas, California. Located halfway between San Francisco and Los Angeles along Highway 1, it's just below Big Sur and the famous Hearst Castle. Their all-suite hotel combines the comforts and private residences with amenities and services of a small resort, including ocean views, fine furnishings, private balconies, and fully equipped kitchens, plus daily housekeeping. Special pricing is available for any stay of 3 plus, 7 plus, or 30 plus nights when you call and book direct. As part of their continued commitment to provide an outstanding guest experience, Peerview Suites is excited to announce the first phase of their hotel's largest refresh to date. Deeply rooted in Central Coast tradition, their unpretentious yet modern new look will enhance the tone of their beachside community with laid-back surf vibes. All suites will offer guests a space that is intimate yet luxurious, local but inviting, evocative of the rich history of Cayucos, but in keeping with contemporary California lifestyle. They also feature an entirely virtual front desk with automated self-check-in, self-check-out, and mobile keys delivered to your smartphone for easy access upon arrival. To explore the hotel and reserve your stay, please visit PeerViewSuites.com and follow PeerViewSuites on Instagram and Facebook for exclusive deals. back i love peer review suites i hope you uh guys are checking them out because they're a great hotel and i go there every chance i get okay we have a second letter here we'll dig right in dear daniel i need some help with the dating let's have some backstory i like to tell people i'm super old but i'm actually only 38 I have some mental health issues that didn't even start to get addressed until my 30s, so being an unmedicated ADHD, general anxiety disorder having, dysthymia suffering young person made it very hard for me to connect with people. Like, I have friends, lifelong friends, but being an anxious, depressed space cadet made it difficult to date. Am I scaring the dude off? How do I know if someone is interested? Oh, he's definitely interested. Let me confess my feelings. Well, there goes that friendship. So dating hasn't really happened. Here we go. So now 
here I am, 38, and I've been on all the dating apps. They're currently in a folder on my phone labeled creeps <laughs> because most of the messages refer to my breasts or looks. I ain't no model. Recently, I came across a guy and we had a 96% match rating. Look at his profile. We do both do a bit of the same things. We like a lot of the same things. We have similar behaviors, etc. I message him and we chat for a bit. And it takes about two weeks of chatting. <sighs> Don't let me forget to come back to that, Noah. It takes about two weeks of chatting before I take the initiative and ask if he wants to meet. I think it only took that long because he is not a rapid responder, and I hate having a message unread. We meet, and I realize that he's more of an introvert than I am, and way more social anxious. Like, if I hadn't been going through the years of therapy and processing, the date would have been over in 15 minutes. But I realized that he wasn't weird or creepy, and we hung out for three hours. And when we parted ways, I said, okay, your turn. I chatted first and initiated the meeting. Now you have my number. And two days later, he texted, and we've been texting pretty regularly for a week and a half. It's sweet. We had dinner tonight, his ask, and it was kind of painful. It was hard to keep the conversation going. Awkward silence, eye contact, it was hard to maintain. I was definitely holding back because while I identify as an introvert and I know I'm socially anxious, in a one-on-one situation, I'm able to open up. I kind of can't shut up. And I'll be totally weird gushing about pen pals or suicide buddies or mental health or weird-ass pop culture or anything, and I'll get into a, conf- an, into a conversation about the details of project management. Okay, we get it. You like to talk a lot. That's good, though. That's not bad. She says here, I just felt that I was holding back a lot of fear and overwhelming him. He asks questions, but they're stilted and he covers his mouth a lot when talking and he doesn't elaborate on things he shares. He's really, really nice and he is an artist, totally not a jerk. I just don't know how long I can be patient and wait for him to relax and open up. It's going to wrap up now. I guess my question is this. How long should I keep going? How long should I wait for him to relax? When is it okay to really show off my weird? I definitely don't feel that spark that people talk about, but I also realize that love is not like the movies. Also, all of this all of this is subject to change because it's been a really long Wednesday, and this is an impulse email. Okay, thanks. Bye. Amanda. All right. Uh, bit of a long letter. <laughs> uh so thanks for everybody who hung with me there um maybe in the future i'll see what parts i can edit but i didn't feel like there was too much to really edit out here it felt like the meat and everything that amanda was telling us so amanda i i tend to be a very pragmatic person so i will tell you what i think you met a nice guy that's it the (laughs) you're not right for each other you want to make it right for each other because he's not a creep. That is not a qualifier for someone to spend your life with. That just means that's like people getting credit for things they should already do. Somebody says to you, like, you know, I pick my kids up every day from school. I'm like, yeah, you should. That's not, <laughs> you're not, you're, you're a baseline good parent. Well done. But even that was too much to say, well done. So, I think you just met somebody who could probably be your friend who seems nice. You obviously really want this to happen. So you're trying to find the angles that it could. I'll say this. There is, you're not entirely wrong saying, you know, love isn't like the movies. This isn't the movies. But also movies are born out of real life a lot of the time. So there's a lot of love that is like that. Like, sure, they don't all bust out in song and dance in la la land in real life but that love story is pretty accurate uh, there should be a spark 
there there should be some kind of some form of a spark. Right. right? There should be something where you're like, I can't stop looking at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you're drawn to that person. And if you're not feeling that, no matter how much you want it, you, you might find someone to spend some time with, but you're just gonna end up breaking up. Just and you know what? If you're straight up with yourself about what you want that to be, that's okay. Maybe you do, oh, this is just somebody to be with right now. But make sure you clue them into that as well. Um, I understand you're saying that like, oh, I want to share everything. I'm going to be honest with you here. I'm not trying to play games. I'm not trying to be manipulative. But slow your roll on that. There is something to be said for overwhelming someone. Give someone the most pertinent information that they need to have right away. Like, I'm allergic to peanuts. But you don't need to tell them what you got for your fifth birthday. Just that's okay to slow your roll. I'll also say Unfortunately, this. It, it was peanuts. So that, you know, Oh, really? Well, that's, yeah. yeah. Then the, that, you know what? Then that's a twofer and that's fine. Yeah. Um, I've never spent any time in my life on a dating app. I don't know the specifics of all of them. I know that Tinder has, I, I think it's left for bad and right for good. If I, I've also never used one. So yeah, we're great at this part of the show. Hey, like I said, and I should have said it already, I am not a professional, but I will answer you like a friend who gives a shit. And that's mm-hmm. the best I can do. And this friend has never been on Tinder or OkCupid or Hinge or Bumble. Um, I just happen to know them. <laughs> they exist, but I swear. Uh, and, and nothing against anybody who has. I'm just telling you, I don't come from a learned perspective. Here's my problem. And the reason I say all that is... Two weeks of chatting before you get together. Look, you guys already matched 96%. You're looking for somebody to not open with a, a conversation about your tits. And he is looking, hopefully, for someone that he can maybe love, certainly have a good time with, and respect, and vice versa for him. So I've said this before. If I could create a dating app, it would be called Pleasantries. You would get to leave a seven-second video that is it. If you want to, if you like what you saw from that person, much like in the seven seconds, you would meet somebody in a bar or a grocery store, although not much these days, you would know right away if you want to talk to that person more. You would then match up with that person based off their pleasantries. You guys would have 10 days to meet. If you don't get together in 10 days, you, you both are deleted. Your, your connection is deleted from the, from the app. Like, let's meet each other. Or stop this. I understand he's an introvert. I understand you said you're bringing some of your own stuff to the table. But two weeks. It's too much buildup. It's, it's, it's too much. There's a reason they don't show you 80% of the movie before you go see it. They show you two and a half minutes in a trailer before you go to the movie. Because you just need teasers. And most movies, like, you know, even if they announce, like, the Star Wars movie into a teaser trailer six months ahead of time, it's, it's 45 seconds long. You don't need a whole bunch of buildup before you finally get to what you're there for. So two weeks is probably at the very end, but for me, that's pushing it. If, if, if you met me on a Tuesday and we both are in this place because we want a date, I will see you by this weekend or I will see you by the next weekend. But after that, what are we fucking doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know why I could just keep saying that. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? So if you are still talking to this guy and you, you guys naked and afraid it and got that spark into a fire that wasn't even there to start with. Great. But I imagine it didn't go anywhere. 
and it shouldn't have. And that's okay because I'll end it with this. All great relationships aren't difficult to get going. And now sometimes they can be difficult logistics. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying when someone really likes you and you really like them, it happens. Mm -hmm. There isn't, there isn't no calls. There isn't no shows. There isn't last minute changes. That person wants to see you and they make it happen. That person wants to talk to you and they make it happen. So if you're trying to put a, you know, if you're a size 14 like me and you're trying to put on a size 10 shoe, you might get it in there, but it won't be for very long. If you got an extra size 10 shoe, you can just, you can send it to me and I can probably use it. <laughs> All right. So. Duly noted. <laughs> uh, so good luck guys and girls who are having sex with Spanish women or Spanish men. Don't ask them to speak to you in Spanish unless you kind of clear that hurdle pre-sex time. And Amanda, keep looking, be yourself, don't be anything else, and don't accept anything that doesn't give you butterflies. All right? Tonight's episode of The Good Night Show was produced by Noah Eberhardt. It was engineered and mixed by Brendan Lynch-Solomon with production assistance from Ben Zyper. The theme music was composed by Chad Bouchard, and the artwork was created by C.M. Dugan. You can check out more of his artwork at cmdugan.com. If you enjoyed tonight's show, you can get more content at patreon.com slash thegoodnightshow. There you can sign up for the Good Night Show Weekend Edition as well as exclusive weekly episodes of some of our favorite topics. Plus, you can get a supercut of this entire week's worth of shows as well as access to the entire back catalog of my previous podcast, Hindsight. There are three Patreon tiers available, and the most comprehensive option is less than $10 a month. The Good Night Show is not part of any other network, so all proceeds go directly to the costs and people that keep this show on the air. Your support matters and is greatly appreciated. One way to support is to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and tell everyone about the show. Thank you again for listening. I'm Daniel Van Kirk, and remember, no man is a failure who has friends. Good night. Good night.